Hello and welcome to Splatter Chatter, where October never dies, even though it is November. The yes. undisclosed date. Um, I am Miss Melmoy. And I am Mr. Craigers. Mm-hmm. And we obviously did not get around to doing many of the podcasts. We said we were going to do Halloween weekend because, you know. Alcohol (laughs) was the bigger reason. And once we were like nested in the spot, oh, there's my phone. Once we were nested in the spot that we were nested in, we were kind of like committed to being there for 12 hours. As far away from Miss Mel's computer as it could be in the location. (laughs) It was. Um, So, yeah, but we did do some fun things. We didn't get to do everything we wanted to do because. Craig's apartment tried to kill him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And that cut a day out of our our frolicking. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so we're just going to, we, you know. It was an enjoyable Halloween weekend, nonetheless. It was. No, it was. It's just. We didn't. It was an interesting Halloween weekend. It was an interesting Halloween weekend. Um, But yeah, like we got to, we're going to do a bit of a review of Penhurst because we went there. And I saw, for the first time, a lovely movie. Called the Covenant. The Covenant, which we were gonna try to do for our booze and booze, but again, computer, me, us, elsewhere. Um. So yeah. Um. Basically, you know, a week or so after Halloween, uh, an undisclosed time after this election, which is in its own way spooky. Um. <laughs> we're gonna do a little little review of our Halloween weekend before yeah. we get into some other stuff. Little recap. Little recap. So it begins with Craig's outlet throwing sparks. <laughs> yes. to really begin. And that is not like hyperbole of any kind. No. Literally, my outlet just started sparking one day and caused a little fire. Yeah. Burn up a carpet there. A little, little scorched. A little crispy. So I said to myself, self, this is not ideal. <laughs> and so. I tried to fix it myself. By sticking a fork in it? Well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Stick a fork in this election. It's done. There you go. And then, <laughs> and then that didn't work. In fact, it opposite worked. It destroyed all the lights in my apartment. Craig got electrocuted. Yes. I'm speaking to you from the beyond. Mm-hmm. And then I checked my fuse box and it was like, hey, the wiring here hasn't been, you know... Um, Checked since 1987. And I said, wow, three decades. <laughs> I feel super safe. So I had to like go to my leasing office and be like, can this be a thing? <laughs> and they were like, oh, yeah, oh my God. And they like explained to me like why that sticker was so old and all this stuff or whatever. And I was like, yeah. Next week, I'm going to come back, and I would like to see a record of the la- last time it was actually inspected. So they're like, oh, no, of course, of course, of course. Whatever. Long story short, they contacted their contracted person. electrician person and stuff or whatever, and he couldn't make it until into our Halloween weekend time, and it was very annoying. And mm. I was like, when he finally showed up, I was like sitting at my kitchen table, like, with my suitcase next to me. And I was like, hi! <laughs> Bye! It's over here! It's chop chop! Um, but to his credit, he was fairly fast. And then um, the timing ended up working out when I went up to Philly to see Miss Mel, because I got there pretty much just in time to pick up our other friend, Miss Colleen. <laughs> yeah, that was a hanging a hanging piece in the plan. Was <laughs> Colleen's just going to be at a... <laughs> at a bus station just hanging out in philly yeah so and once that happened um we we went to we penhursted it up for a yes we bit. did we did and um well go ahead miss mel okay all right, all right. <laughs> um so we drive to penhurst that's step one mm-hmm. the thing about this is that you turn the corner um and then suddenly you know darkness blackness trees because this is a stretch of road that is privately owned and therefore 
has no form of electricity or servicing or what have you. You kind of are relying on these volunteers with like flashlights at the end of the road that are pointing you in a direction. Um, it wasn't as crowded as it I, th I thought it was going to be, but we also got there like pseudo early. Yeah. Um, we ended up yeah, only yeah, good for us. We were there kind of early. Yeah, we were. Um, we ended up only doing two haunts because we were on a schedule because we had somebody else to go grab. Um, but basically, we did the main haunt, which is well, main haunt being the um, Penhurst Asylum, which was their original haunt when it first opened up. Which was basically, um, they've converted the administration building into this kind of, you know, twisted asylum. And there's all sorts of uh, sections like lobotomies and, mm -hmm. and dental surgeries. And there's this part with like a prison outbreak for, I guess, you know, like solitary confinement and that sort of thing. It's good. There's this section that always gets me where they have the floor mirrored on a point. And yeah. It, and it looks like... It's meant to look like there is no floor. Yeah. That, like, part of it has fallen off, and you have to, like, hug against the wall and, mm -hmm. like, shimmy yourself down. But, of course, there are um, actors there that you, who you. refuse to move and push you and stuff or whatever. Which I always found really interesting because, like, yes, pushing you is very effective in that room because it's... You don't want to fall, air quotes. But, like, if they do push you onto the mirror, that obviously breaks the illusion. Yeah. Like, so how do they balance, like... Yeah, because I got pushed onto the mirror and I stepped on it, so... Yeah, I think I did, too, at one point. And I was like, oh, hey, guys. Oh, <laughs> uh, so... Yeah. It's still, even when I know it's coming, it's still... Stuff like that gets me. I went to... When I went to the CN Tower last summer, they have, um... You know, it's like bulletproof glass and could, like, stop a tank. But it's a glass floor when you're 1,800 feet in the air or whatever it is. And, like, that's still, like, that stuff freaks me out. So Yeah. It's that, still got that, me. I mean, that would be freaky because that's, like, an, a real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a mirrored floor. All of Toronto is below your feet. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, so it was good. The line, the wait wasn't too long. We got in line for, we decided to do um, the Tunnel Terror because I don't even remember what Dungeon of Lost Souls really even was. I know, I couldn't remember either. Um, but Tunnel Terror is nice because basically they turn the tunnels into an attraction. And originally when it first opened, it would be that after you got through um, the Penhurst Asylum, they would send you down into the tunnels because they connected to the administration building. Um, and you basically got chased around until you like found your way out. Yeah. Um, in this... They basically, they had, it was essentially the same thing as last year. Like, it starts out in this weird thing where you're, like, in Nam or something. Like, yeah, you, okay. <laughs> Literally, you start off in Nam. And, like, I don't know why. Yeah. But, um, I, I like that one better. Mm -hmm. The I like the tunnels better. Um, yeah, and I got shoved in the back for that one. You did, you did. I was in the back in the main building because our friend, Miss Colleen, like, she is not in to the spooks as much as we are, but she was a very good trooper, and she did not mind coming to Penhurst with us, but mm -hmm. her caveat was that she had to be in between us the whole time. Yeah, so I got shoved in, and I got, like... Assaulted in the back. Well, you made lots of friends. <laughs> I did. As it were. As it were. Um, but it was good. There's always that, that part that it's almost a little bit too much with the strobe light and the butterfly. Yeah. There's a that... point where it's too much and Craig walked into a crate like, or something. It, it's a cool effect and I get why it's utilized in a lot of haunts, but sometimes like when you literally can't see you can hurt yourself which is not fun scary yeah. it's just annoying um and i did i walked into a crate at one point and like hit my knees and yeah. then this like clown person like was trying to like scare me and direct me at the same time away <laughs> like, from the crate away from like further crates in the future yeah i was like this is a ruining the illusion a bit but yeah um and then it, it ends in this crypt 
Where it's actually really cool because then you're completely without sound except they have like these dripping sounds like you're in a, an underground cave. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, but yeah, it was... Um, like, yeah, like as if you... The story's kind of like as if like like the tunnels have broken off or like you take a wrong turn or something and you're in like like a natural cave underneath Penhurst yeah. and like that's where like the really dark shit is. It's cool. Yeah. I liked the tunnels because you got to see all that, all the graffiti yeah. that's down there. Um, yeah, you get to kind of see the, because that's the thing too, is in that they don't really play up that much, or they, they never really did. Was um, the sort of abandoned aspect of this place because it's very much like one of those things where people just dropped what they were doing and left. Um, because before it was a haunted house, there would be be these videos and pictures of people who went in and they would find papers on the floor and dolls and toys and because people just packed up and left. Um, yeah. So you get a little bit of that when you're in the tunnels. Yeah, more so than the main building. The main building is all staged. Like, there's yeah. there's nothing, like, the graffiti or anything like that. If there is, it's covered up by, like, like the set design and stuff. Yeah. But after that, we vamoosed out. Not before I got my hands on that beach ball. They were throwing a beach ball in the crowd. I was very into it. It was like a cat with yarn. Um, got your hands on the beach ball. And then they got their hands on you. They did. They did. Donald Trump was there. He grabbed you by the pussy. <laughs> he grabbed me by the pussy. <laughs> As he is wont to do. And that's, that's why we had to leave. It was too scary. It was too scary. He was there. We were like, in no. the dark. And he was like, hey. Air. We were like, oh, God. Oh, God. Could you imagine a haunted house of, like, all Donald Trumps? It would be. Hopefully, it won't be tomorrow. Interesting. Let's hope not. Although, by the time this gets up, I would hope that we have elected somebody. So, caught in time <laughs> uh, podcast. Um Yeah. But yeah, so that was good. It was fun. And the atmosphere of Penhurst is always fun. Um, it's yeah, very well, you spooky. Know we, we didn't get to do, again, we didn't really have time to check out the like stands and stuff they have in the middle. Yeah, which every year I say I'm gonna because it's like every year they get like bigger and bigger. Yeah, because it looked like they had a lot more stuff than when we yeah. were there, like whatever it was, two years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, they had like a band now, like they had a live band. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the, ni- the, the nice thing about Penhurst is that it is, it is super creepy because you take two steps away from like where everybody is situated and it's like complete silence, completely yeah. pitch black and you're very much, you know, just by yourself because this campus is huge. Like they use maybe three buildings out of this this place to make these these haunted attractions and, mm-hmm. you know, it's just it's a very creepy atmosphere because I remember last, not last year, two years ago when we went and... We had to follow, like, the walk around to get into the Mayflower building. They took us out a little bit across the campus where yeah. they got kind of dark and quieter because we were away from, like, where everything else was happening. And that was kind of freaky. So That was. I think that's when we walked past Quaker Hall. Quaker Hall. Um, the spooky hall. Which, yeah, and the lure of Penhurst is supposedly the building that is most haunted or the building in which malevolently uh, haunted. yeah something malevolent or demonic um, mm-hmm. resides, um, and it was a very creepy building. It was. It did look pretty pretty freaky. Uh, but we did not do the uh, the um, I can't oh, I don't I can't remember what they call it. The ghost hunt. Ghost hunting. Yeah, yeah. it's an experience. It's just it's not a haunt. Like there's no actors or, or set dressings or anything. They had like. Well, it was, like, two rooms, bef- like, last time. There was, like, two rooms of, like, yeah. old artifacts. Um, yeah. Stuff from back when Penhurst was open, and you could look at that stuff, and then you could just wander, like, the other open rooms of the building um, and just kind of explore um, and see how. Yeah. I mean, the goal, I guess, is to see how creepy it is, but um, yeah, it's just really sort of sad. And it is, awful. and they did something similar to it when they first opened the haunted house, because before you went into the haunted house, you had to walk through a little bit of a museum, kind of like that, um, and there was someone there running it who 
had worked at Penhurst, um, who was there to like answer questions and that sort of thing. It was a little less sad than it was here because it was more of like, look at, you know, historical Penhurst and that sort of thing. This was very much like, and it's because when we, we spoke to the woman we spoke to, she basically was saying yeah. the majority of the people there were kind, good people. It's just that not everybody was. A couple and, bad eggs. Yeah. Ruins everything. And that kind of... And she loved her job at, at Penhurst from, you know, the way she was talking about it and the way she was talking about um, the patient she looked after. Yeah. She's very nice. We talked to her for a good while. Yeah. Um, and it was nice to get that perspective that, like, you know, I think she was low-key trying to challenge a lot of the negative. Yeah. Uh and I think she Connotations associated that, with the yeah, place. And she appreciated that someone was walking up with more questions than, is this place haunted? You right. Or, did you see any ghosts? Or like, yeah, you know, have you ever seen anything weird? Yeah. Or did you ever see anything terrible happen to someone, you know? Yeah. So. So yeah. that part, I'm, I assume it stayed the same. Although there yeah, was this I'm chick sure. in front of us who, like, bought Tickets. Oh my god! <laughs> Tickets to that, and I guess the rest of her friends didn't. So Shout she was trying to, to sell them. Chick. We could not escape her. We could Every not. time we turned around, this chick was there, and she was shouting, "Does like anyone want ghost hunt tickets?" And I was like, "What?" She kept following, and then I think she said something about voting for Trump, and we were like, "Oh no!" Oh no! Oh no! Yeah. yeah, I mean, and half the fun of like going to a haunted house and stuff or whatever is the people watching. Or the people experiencing, like, stuff like that, or, like, people in your group or in line. It just provides, like, so much entertainment. <sighs> like, the girl who... The girl in front of us. <laughs> yeah. So there was this mad doctor character who was coming, who would, like, come and interact with you in line for um, the main haunt in the main building and stuff or whatever. Yeah. And he was picking on these group of girls in front of us, um... Because they were, like, tweaking out. And if you tweak out, that, like, draws their attention more. (laughs) I don't know. He, like, tried to, like, stick her with a syringe or something or whatever. He was, like, getting a big syringe out and stuff or whatever. And he's like, oh, this will help you do this, that, and that or something or whatever. And and, um, it's like, I I hope you have insurance. (laughs) And then, like, she's, like, trying to, like, run away from him. And she just shouts, I do have insurance. (laughs) She wants to know that she had insurance. I could not let it go the entire night. Yeah, no. It was hysterical. It was hysterical. I do have insurance. And we owe that group because they got us into, like, the big group that was going in. And then we immediately left the block. Like, you guys can be with us. And they told the attendant that there were, like, eight people, and we joined their group. And then as soon as we got inside, we split off. (laughs) Like, goodbye, trolley people. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Hope your insurance is good. So yeah, that's part of the fun is waiting. Like there was this guy behind us in the second line who was like a magnet for oh getting hit in the face with the beach ball. He got hit like five times in the face. I don't know what it was. Oh, and he kept looking at his phone. Yeah, because that nun. There was a nun character who walked up to them and yelled at him for continually yeah. looking at it, and she was like, "That's why you keep getting hit in the face with the beach ball." But in and her like, like Irish accent. She was like an Irish Catholic nun. For a while, I like low-key couldn't figure out if the nun was a guest or <laughs> an actor. She had very subtle makeup, so it was, yeah. it was hard to tell if a nun was just like partaking. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> or like, no, just like a guest dressed up creepy. Yeah. Like in movies when they always go to the haunted houses in costume, even though you never knew anyone who actually did right? that. So. Is this a real thing? I don't know. <laughs> Who's to say? Who's to say? I'm not even 100% convinced she wasn't just someone who showed up. I know. <laughs> and then, like, they're just like, is that a, is that, is that Janet? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's Janet. Yeah, she works here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Janet. Yeah, yeah. And then the dude in the morph suit, the little gremlin guy whose job it was to retrieve the, <laughs> the beach gremlin. ball. There was this dude in a gray morph suit whose only job, it seemed, was to get the beach ball and throw it back in the line when it would, like, fall out of bounds, basically, like, into the employee area. But he did it in this way where he, like, would speed by, like, Roger walk, but as if Roger was, like, sprinting. 
Like it was the strangest. Like you just would zoom by. It was, yeah, he would just be like this this flash in the corner of your eye. And then like, like oh, there's the beach ball. A guy. second flash, but this time with the beach ball. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was gone. 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 So, so they do. Wa- they do have really good line entertainment there. They do. They, yeah, you don't always get that. Sometimes you have to make your own entertainment. Yeah, because yeah, a lot of people play heads up in lines. That's a big line game in my experiences at Disney World. Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was really fun. And then we got in the car and found our way out this time, kind of. Yeah, better than last we time. did. Because the GPS was not loading. And we were like, this is a good. Yeah. This is good. This is good. Um, but eventually I figured out where we were. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. we got the remaining uh, members of our of our group. And then. We had to pick up our friend Frodo. We did. Who doesn't understand. We were like the giant eagles. Basic yeah. instructions. Walk <laughs> toward. Do you mean away? Do you mean away? Um, no. And then we just kind of chilled out and ate some of Craig's candy that he brought. I don't think we watched anything that night. I can't remember if we did or not. No, we did. You know, no, we, we put on the Exorcist. We watched the we Exorcist. We did. We watched the Exorcist, and then uh, you ended because, up having yeah. to go upstairs. Cause... The other two members of our party who were not Miss Mel and I had never seen it. Yeah. They were low-key a little bit scared, too. It was good. It was yeah, good which time. is good. That's what you want. And then, um, uh, and we, did, then we did the bed. Then we did the bed. And then the next day, uh, we got our yeah. provisions. Yeah. I hollowed out a pumpkin and shoved a wine bladder in it. So we had a box of pumpkin wine. Miss Mel also made a yummy pizza. I did do that. Check my Instagram. Very good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We commenced with some day drinking. We did. Hardcore. As well as horror movie marathoning, of course. Yeah, what did we... We watched Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. um, Halloween. That wasn't until, like, late, I think. Yeah. I don't remember the order. Um, trick or treat, trick or treat. I think that might have been the first right after thing. Hope's I think we watched trick or treat first, and then watch Hocus Pocus. And then I watch Hocus Pocus. Yeah. And then maybe Halloween. Yeah. Um. Something else was put on after Halloween, but I can't remember. I think we put something on Netflix on. It's possible. It broke down after like ten o'clock at night. <laughs> right. At some point, it was just like you know, mass chaos. Yeah. As it always is. We had pumpkin cookies. We had some pumpkin cookies. We had lots of candy. We had tomato pie. We had, we had the yums. We had the yums. We did, and it was a good thing too. Um, We meant at some point during that to watch the Covenant, and Colleen, I think, brought it up a few times, and it did not happen. It did not happen. Um, So apologies again. It would have been the perfect booze and booze. It would have been because I was watching the movie, and I even had. Like like a sober person watching, and I was like, <laughs> um, but I watched it. Craig had left by that point. It was just me and and, and my good friend Colleen, um, who got stabbed. In the who was stabbed in the face? Um, she put it on, and um, so the Covenant. So the Covenant came out in two thousand. <laughs> Six, I Six? believe. Yeah, I yeah, I I've seen it. I had seen it, but I I have not seen it in a couple years. So, yeah. it see how much I remember. It stars a young Sebastian Stan and some other people. <laughs> Chase Crawford. Chase. Oh yeah, Chase Crawford's in it, and Taylor Kitsch is in it too. Yeah. So that's there really, are like other people in it. That's really like the only people that matter. Um, but I know that Colleen's matter. draw for it was Sebastian Stan. <laughs> <laughs> So basically this movie, which I think was on Netflix for a while, because I remember almost watching it a few times and then just not, um, is about this group of gentlemen, this group of white gentlemen in this New England chiseled, white chiseled, wax chest swimmer gentleman in this New England town. Ipswich. Ipswich. Yes. That's what it's called. Um... Who are these, these affluent rich kids who are, I guess they're like supposed to be like old money. They're like descended from the original colony families of the area. So for some reason, everyone calls them the sons of Ipswich. Which is weird. As if any human being would ever say that. Yeah, as if that's just like, you know, like, 
like a squad name you would come up with? <laughs> Who are the sons oh, of Ipswich? That's our new squad name. <laughs> the sons of Ipswich. The sons of Ipswich. And like their introduction is interesting because they just fly off this cliff because they they have they have powers because they're powers. witches. They're yeah, literally. There there's there's this like super rushed like text introduction where it's like the power magic sons Salem Salem witch trials. Some of it's which I can't even. Yeah, that's the thing I don't get either because they they're still here. They make mention of families from Salem but for some reason it doesn't take place in Salem <laughs> oh, and I couldn't figure out like what the connection was there like these were the only real witches to survive like these were the only real rich- witches I-, I-, I didn't know yeah because it's strange but anyway but anyway so they fly yeah. down to this party and there's, like, this brief little, like, warning that, like, oh, like, you shouldn't, like, the one of them is, like, don't abuse your power or something, because evidently the more you use your power, the more it kind of drains your life force. Yeah. Um, so they fly down to this party, and we get our introduction, because they walk up, and this chick's like, who are they? And the other chick's like, they're the sons of Ipswich. Which, which first of all, <laughs> so this, this opening scene, right, where they're all on this cliff, and they're looking down at the party. Which, I didn't know Massachusetts had so many cliffs, cliffs? by the way. (laughs) They're looking down at this party, and one of them's like, how's the party? And I was like, I don't know. (laughs) It's it's golden dialogue. Obviously. And then they, like, fall back off the cliff to, as Miss Mel said, fly down to this party. And I'm like, why did they meet on top of this cliff anyway? Why did they just meet at the party? Especially since later all their... Their cars are somehow down at the party. <laughs> so they, like, like, made a point to get up on this cliff and, like, brood over... I'm like, okay, cool. So anyway, continue. So, so yeah, so they get down there. We meet Sebastian Stan, Chase, yeah. who is this new kid. Is it... Or is Chase's last name? Oh. I think Chase... No, yeah, that's his first name. That's his first name? I can't remember his last name. He is new and he like is i guess he kind of makes friends with them or something not quite yet he somehow ends up in their group when like the cops show up Um, i don't know because i couldn't like discern the purpose of this party or like what time of year it was yeah it was because it was like foggy and they were in the woods they're in the woods and but he yeah so they go to this party and there's this new kid and State, and, state, 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 state. Chase Collins, that's his last name, Collins. Chase I'm Collins. looking on the internet movie database. And basically, it's, I think it's just like an excuse for um, shitty background teenage characters to tell us about, like, how awesome the sons of Ipswich are. Yeah, they're like these, like, crazy, they're all swimmers, I guess. And then, they're like, all swimmers, they're all, like, super popular. Which, one, they're all, they're all rich. Be, swimmers including sebastian stan yet none of them are <laughs> believably built like swimmers <laughs> I know, right? like, you couldn't pick anything else that doesn't require such a specific body type <laughs> right um so there's that and the cops I, let, that literally i feel like was an excuse to just look at them with minimal clothing yeah at some point in the movie and i guess it was like a season neutral sport because it's indoors so we didn't have to worry about that but the cops show up and bust this party and everyone takes off and the sons of Ipswich get in a (laughs) um sorry Uh, texts um get in a from the cops they do and like use magic to do it and they're like the one the old the, the whatever his name is the like main one. Uh, uh, that one guy. Caleb. Caleb was like, no, like, because he's the oldest and he's about to ascend. <laughs> Which means he will come into his full um mature witch power. Form. He'll evolve. Witch, witch power. He'll evolve. Ratatouille. Yeah, into Ratatouille. Which and one um, of my favorite lines happens later because of this. <laughs> um, I, I have one that I that I still that's I still remember, and I've only seen this movie once, and it was a couple years ago. I can't wait until we get to that part. 
So he's warning them not to not to fuck with it because it like drains their life force, but they do it anyway because they need to make the car fly over the cliff to get away from the cops. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do, and they're like, "Ah, oh, great, we're so awesome!" And it's always raining in this movie. Always. It's raining now. It's a dark and stormy night. Caleb goes home, and his mom's like a cold bitch because she doesn't like. The family she married into, I guess? I, I don't know. It's not, her husband died or something. No, he's just an old, like, wrinkled Oh, no, that's mess. right. He's just old because he's, like, used this power too much, even though he's only, like, in his 40s. Wait, I, we missed one of the best lines that they say when they fly the car off the cliff. The one yells, Harry Potter can kiss my oh, ass. Harry Potter can kiss my ass. <laughs> so that happened. Oh, my God. And I'm like, Wow. Um, anyway, mom is, like, not happy about anything with life. She just sits and drinks wine in front of the fire and, like, glares, basically. I is know. what I get from her, her purpose in life. Which is, like, us as parents. Yeah. But basically, his father, you'll, you find out later, like, used up all of his magic and is, like, super decrepitly aged, even though he's only, like, 40. Um, and his, his mom's, like, very opinionated on this stuff. She's, like... She like married. She's like that chick who married into the Adams family at the end of the first one, who's like super into it in the second one. <laughs> like that's, that's so true. That's how that's I describe her. it. That's her. I know. Because I, I feel like I had there was some confusion for me at first. I was like, is she also a witch? Yeah. No. At first, I was like, oh yeah, like, like she's like a is witch. she from like one of the other families? No, she just like is super no, she's into not. It. She's just super into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like literally like like. Like, marrying into the royal family and then, yeah. like, being, like, taking over and shit. Yeah. She's, uh, like, the queen, the dowager. Yeah. Or something. And it's like, okay, you're technically. And she gives, like, Caleb more lectures about ascending. Like, they talk about ascension a lot. As if she knows. Like, she invented it. <laughs> she invented ascending. Um, meanwhile, said friend and other, there's also a new girl. There's a new oh, boy right. and a new girl. <laughs> I completely forgot about her because she was so boring. Yeah, so new chick is rooming with another Plot chick, an, another boring chick who's dating one of the. I think she's dating Reed. Yeah, she's our plot chick. Oh no, she's not dating. She tells Reed. She's us everything. Dating to... Pogue. She's dating. Oh Pogue, that was the other one's name. Yeah, she's dating Pogue, and this is where she explains the history of the Sons of Ipswich. Um, <laughs> and then, like, they go to bed. And, like, that's the end of the scene. <laughs> like, not much happens. I know. I'm trying to... I feel like then just, like, weird shit starts happening. Yeah, she starts having dreams, and they're like, he put a spell. Someone put a spell. Yeah! And so, the, Caleb thinks it's, you. like, the reckless one. Which, I guess the other... Yeah, the reckless... Reed is the reckless one. The other yeah. thing to point out, too, is, like, all these these four families form the, co- the aforementioned covenant. They are the covenant, yeah. Because they're, like, an alliance. I don't know against what, because they seem to think they're the only witches in It was, like, an agreement just to keep their power secret yeah. or something. To protect each other. Yeah. And I'm like, well... And the fifth family okay. has been... Ex- is extinct. Right, yeah. There were five. They talk about a she, new girl asked, well, what happened to the fifth one? Oh, they're dead. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. So, weird shit starts happening. The chicks are having weird dreams about spiders and stuff, which is apparently some kind of spell. And then in this very homoerotic scene where they're swimming, Uh Caleb realizes that new guy Chase is a witch because he sees him use magic while they're having a race and it causes him to like hit his head or something while they're swimming and he loses the yeah. race. Yeah. And he like he, I don't he does uh, research after that. He I guess. does research. I don't know like what he Yeah, and I don't know. Everyone comes everyone like the... randomly does research like every 20 minutes in this yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah, they like pull out these old leather-bound books from their like old fiction collection, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but um he concludes basically that new guy is He's adopted. He's from the fifth family. Yeah, he's adopted, which is why they couldn't tell before, which also doesn't make sense because none of them have the same last names as the original families. So for some reason, he needed to be adopted to, like, hide the fact that... To hide that he was from the other family. Family. 
So he comes to that conclusion, and he's like, oh, he's bad news, he's the one casting the spells. Some other stuff happens. Plot Girl ends up in a coma, right? Yeah, and yeah, Plot Girl ends up in a coma. They conclude that it's the new kid, and Poe gets pissed and goes after him, and he, like, wrecks Poe up because he's been, like, collecting power from people, I guess, because there's this thing where you can will away your power to somebody else. Right, you're like, yeah, I'm done being a witch. Do you want a lot of witch? Um, Here. (laughs) But, um, because the idea is that, like, their magic is, like, an addiction. Like, you get addicted to using it. So, like, he's at a point where he's completely... fair, is a cool system. It is. And at this point, he's completely addicted to using it. So he just wants to get more and more to try. Because the idea is that he was never explained how this stuff works because he was adopted. Right. Um, So he didn't know that... Every time he used it, it, like, took a toll on him, and now he's addicted to using it, and he needs to get more, because he thinks that'll counteract the effects, but it won't. But he, you know, he just can't stop. <laughs> like, Brokeback Mountain, he can't... He can't, can't quit, quit it. it. Um, so he shows up at... K- at the girlfriend chick is in a coma the rest of the movie. Maybe even the rest yeah. of her life. I don't think we actually see her wake up. She's explained all we need to know about the plot, so now she's so irrelevant. So she's in a coma. Put her in a coma. Girlfriend chick also is now taken captive when Caleb... New new chick, who's Caleb's love interest, is now right. mentally, consciously captive by Chase, who shows up and confronts Caleb, and they kind of have it out, and he gets his ass kicked, and then <laughs> Chase kisses Caleb for some reason. Yep. And tells him, you you know, gives him an ultimatum that if he doesn't will away his power to him when he ascends uh, on his 18th birthday, he'll kill his now apparently, like, this chick who's not even his girlfriend. No, literally just, like, his hanger on. He's suddenly (laughs) worth all of this. And he's like, I'll kill her. And he's like, all right, well, I have to do it. And he does some more research. Right, because it's been about 20 minutes since the last (laughs) since the last research session. Um, and he decides he's going to go through with it. Um, I guess yeah. maybe he didn't have her yet or something. She was at the party with the other guys. Because they said, okay, we'll watch her while you yeah, go we'll, face we'll, yeah. off against and him. The, he, and then Chase like, kidnaps her again. Yeah, like they suck at watching her. Like for round two. Um, and I'm like, okay. So then it's like the end of Hellboy where she's just floating. And like he's there and he's like, oh yeah time to yeah will you yeah. shit to me and he was like i will you nothing or something i don't know he was supposed to say he i think he thought he was saying something really cool right and meanwhile, i'm like no none of you have said anything cool this entire time meanwhile mom goes to decrepit prince philip decaying in front of our eyes father <laughs> and convinces him to will away his power to or tries to convince that him. Sucks. It's like a process to will away his power to Caleb while Caleb's in the middle of fighting Chase. Chase. Best thing that happens, though, is when clock strikes midnight and he turns 18 and he starts ascending. And he ascends! Sebastian Stan's character is like, are we ascending? <laughs> it's like greatest. He's like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. He's like so jazzed up about it. <laughs> Um, they do a lot oh of float, floating, battling. Yeah. Oh my god, the like, effects are so Yeah, terrible. they kind of look like Superman fighting the Kryptonians. It's so bad. Um, eventually Dad does will away his power, and that, I guess, is enough to kick Chase's ass. Yeah. Although, they leave it open for a sequel, because Chase's body is not found. <laughs> Right, because they fight in this, like, old barn. Old barn. Yeah, it was, like, supposed to be an important barn where, like, apparently the pact, the original up. pact was made or something. I don't know. Yeah. So they, they barn dance, and then there's, like, a fire, and then... Yeah. Which nobody questions okay. them about when they show up, and they're no. like, how the, did this fire get started? And it's, like, two teenage kids, and it's, like... Right. No, it's fine. Everything's you know, whatever. Fine. And obviously the sequel was never made. <laughs> oh. No. And it was just an, and it never will an interesting film. <gasps> it's so bad. It is really bad. So I mean, it's got a, it's actually on Rotten Tomatoes list of like their worst of the, the worst. worst. I could see that because it's got a three percent approval rating. 
Oh my gosh, absolutely incredible. So, um, and it is really bad. I mean, the dialogue is terrible. Are we ascending? <laughs> and then there's one so too when he's with Pogue and he's like, little Miss Muffet <laughs> is, he like has, says half the rhyme and then thinks he's clever by like, changing it up and he's like oh then a spider sat down next to her and scared her away or something like that i love the one where they're they're in the bar i don't know how they're in a bar they're all in high school yeah they're in a bar constantly like and all um, of them it's not even just like a couple of them sneak in like everyone no, goes yeah. to this bar. it's like it's like their entire class <laughs> um and New girl and plot girl are sitting there, and like they're the guys are playing pool, like the sun's hip switch, and um, their weekly pool game. And this new girl is like, We were having fun, and suddenly they're having fun. And then plot girl's like, Duh, that's what girls do. We watch, you know, boys and their toys. <laughs> and I, I fucking lost my mind. <laughs> we watch, they're watchers. I was like, you guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> this movie sucks. <laughs> oh my god, it's so much fun though. It's <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh man. Nobody can act in this movie. No, and it's weird because Sebastian Stan can as a ten year years later can act. It's just for some reason in this movie. It's, everybody is so wooden. Yeah. I and mean, I'm like, is it because of the dialogue? Or, like, I, I don't know. I really don't. Oh, my God. But it was directed by Rennie Harlan. Yeah. Who is not, like, a huge name in the horror community. But he's done enough. And he's done good movies before. Well, good-ish movies before. <laughs> like, Deep Blue Sea. And mm-hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master. The Dream Master. So, oh, and Devil's Pass from a couple years ago. That was actually pretty good. But this. This. This is something else. This is something. And, like, they were obsessed with using the blue filter for some reason. Mm. Didn't it seem like the whole movie was in it? Yeah. And then, again, like, every time I've explained something to you, assume that it was raining. Yeah. It's like always raining. And then I'm trying to remember, like, they're in high school and it's a boarding school. Yeah, so it's like a college dorm. So, yeah, but but I feel like we see, like, one of their bedrooms at one point and it's, like, huge. Yeah, it's, like, this huge, like, Victorian bedroom. And I'm like, okay. With, like, fog glass bathroom. <laughs> Short and it's like hardwood floors, <laughs> right? It's like Harry Potter, basically. And they're in a Harry Potter, but Harry dorm. Potter can. <laughs> that was Reed who said that. That was the the reckless one. The reckless one. So yeah, there's no like consequences for the fact that he like used the shit out of his powers the second he ascended, and like that's apparently when like it's like the powers become like bound to your life force so it's even more dangerous to use them right after you turn 18 and you know there's there's no consequence yeah. <laughs> it was like you get to like fuck around with them a little bit like when you turn like 12 or 13 or i can't remember what they said but i remember like the one point where drunk mom is like you and your friends have been for a couple years but once you're 18 it's a whole different story it's like okay yeah, yeah. Well. Also, like the one that's eighteen and is like older acts like he's like twenty years older, but he's like two months Yo. older. <laughs> Yo, he he's really like does. so mature or something because he like turns eighteen first. <laughs> Yo, so that was the covenant. That's what I did with my Halloween night. I hid from trick or treaters. I turned off the lights in my house. I went and sat in front of my television, and watched the covenant. The covenant. So. Some man witches. <sighs> That's another thing too. If you're gonna do a movie about witches, do a movie about witches. Don't do a movie about white chiseled male swimmer witches. Yeah. Come now. Witch boys. Witch boys. I'm not saying you can't have male witches, but like. But like, do it better than this. But do it, yeah. So. Um. It, I mean, like, they're. 
<laughs> the homoerotic aspect is fun. Yeah, no, it's great. It's I just he just out of nowhere he just starts kissing him. Yeah, just, just, on the mouth just, too. It wasn't even like on the mouth. <laughs> mouth kiss. My mouth was open. <laughs> so yeah. So I'm very glad you got to see it though. I am too. That was an experience. Such an experience. Oh wow. Such an experience. So that was that was our Halloween weekend in a 45 minute or so nutshell. Yeah, and it was a good Halloween weekend. It was. It was. You know. We just didn't, everyone's schedules were a little bit crammed, so. Yeah. We did what we could. We did what we could, kids. We did what we could. Halloween was also on a stupid day, so. Yeah, a Monday. We were, like, spoiled having Halloween on the weekend. Like, every year we were in college. It was, like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I think, is what it was. We got very spoiled. Yeah. So. And then, yeah. And then it was Sunday last year, so. Very spoiled. Yeah. But yeah. But we hope all you guys listening had a good Halloween. Yeah, fun, safe Halloween. Yeah. Feel free to tell us if you did anything exciting. Yeah. Or if you're gonna watch the Covenant. Yes. And if you haven't seen the Covenant, well, you know. Yeah. Now you know everything there is. To now you know that you everything there is to show. It's still a little bit different than actually actually hearing those lines so, and oh seeing the faces they make. I will never forget that one in the bar. I will never forget it. We're you watching know, boys in their toy. We watch. Watch. Their toy being like a pull stick. I don't. <laughs> like normally you hear that it's about like a car or a motorcycle. Right. Yeah. It's talking about a pool stick. It's talking about a pool stick. So. I was like, was that supposed to be clever? Yeah. <laughs> No, no, it was not. Well, yeah. <laughs> Colleen owns this movie. That's the best part about this. That is she the best. She made the, the point to buy this movie. Shame. 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 Um, so, yeah. Uh, we think we're going to try and get into a bit of a series next, maybe. Yeah. I, uh, based on Kreger's... Um, lists that he came up with when we did our best Halloween flicks or our, our, our October starter pack um, basically do a series of various creature features um, vampires zombies werewolves and each podcast will be a different creature tackle oh yeah of the of that creature yeah so we're gonna do we're that excited about it we are we've been talking about doing it for quite a while since basically we did that podcast we're also going to do and those those it. like those episodes, I think, might take a bit more research and yeah, which is why we kind of push them. So I think, lovely listeners out there, we might get be getting into that time where we kind of warned you guys about a while ago, where our episodes might be a bit more sparse, yeah, or every other week than every week. But hopefully, we'll be giving you more content. Yeah, as, as the payoff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Because when we were talking about, because we almost just did one on the fly, and we were like, no, no. <laughs> We need to we need to prep. Um, one we might well we're gonna do at some point between now and whenever is also Canadian horror films. Canadian horror films. Which there is this lovely little um, balance between films that you didn't realize were Canadian and the greatest films you have never seen before. <laughs> Like, that's the thing with Canadian films. It's either this big blockbuster that you didn't know was Canadian. Right. Or the weirdest cult indie film. Hidden gem. Yeah. So, and there's going to be, off the top of my head, I can think of a healthy balance of both of those. Yeah. It'll be, that'll be a fun episode too. Yeah. So we'll do that at some point. The next couple of weeks are going to be busy because obviously Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. I have to go immigrate. (laughs) This is true. That is not an exaggeration. Um, it is not an exaggeration. <laughs> um, work stuff. So yeah, might get a little sparse, but we're still there. We We've got to, you. We do. We got plans. Plans. We got machinations. Machinations, plots, schemes. Schemes. So. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what's coming down the pipeline. pipeline. And, I hear uh, that so much at work. I like, so what are we having like the pipeline? And I'm that like, expression. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I didn't mind it until they used it eight times a day at work. They're like, so what's in the pipeline? I don't know. And you're like, I don't know. Sewage. God. <laughs> yeah, they use it to refer to our social media and like web content work. And I was like, 
Mm. I don't know. I scheduled the post. I don't know. The, the lights. The lights. I don't know. The lights. I don't know. The greatest. Um, so I guess I will do our social media roundup since yeah. that is still my job. Yes. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. You might be listening to us on iTunes right now. You might also be listening to us on SoundCloud. You can do both. And I watch the pie chart of graphics that tells me about an even mix of you do one or the other. It's like, Ooh. it's basically like the presidential election. It's like 47, 43. There we go. Um, you can email us at splatterchatter669 at gmail.com. Nine is very important. Um, you can find us on Twitter, Splatter Chatter 666 without the vowels. If that's too complicated for you, just search Splatter Chatter. We will probably be the first thing that comes up or the only thing that comes up. Um, there is the, the blog, splatterchatter666.blogspot.com. And there's a Tumblr, which is splatterchatter.tumblr.com. Both those things aren't utilized probably to their best (laughs) capabilities, but we're fine. They're there. They exist if we need them. Um, yeah, I think that I covered everything. I think so. Short of handing out our personal numbers. (laughs) Text your thoughts. Um, (laughs) oh, a shout out to Colleen and Miss Megan, who are the winners. The joint parents. The joint co-parents of their spooky demented horror child pop figure that they both won since no one else played with for them. their equally <laughs> correct guesses in our um name that horror movie spooky surprise twitter contest they were v excited when that movie it was the exorcist no it was the shining the shining it was the hotel scene from or the um manager the one of the the beginning yeah. scene from the shining your, yeah, when have you played with us your child is on the way so yeah if we do more games will you play with us yeah come play with us listeners forever and ever and and brad annie and brad annie and brad i'm getting worried about you we haven't heard back florida we have not you guys had early voting right (laughs) yeah how'd that go let us know so yeah, I think... Okay, no, I think we knocked it out of the park. We did. Well, we knocked it somewhere. We knocked it somewhere. Yeah. We may have knocked it into someone's face in the stands, but we knocked it somewhere. But it's somewhere. The ball is... In your court now. That's a different sport. <laughs> sports ball. Sports ball. It's like when the Cubs won, and I was like, something happened in sports. Yay, something happened sports. in sports. It's a big deal. Yay. <laughs> it's like when that horse won the triple crown, and yeah. I was like, yay, horse. Yay, horse. So. <laughs> So there we are. All right. I guess we will see you guys for episode 14. Mm-hmm. The beginning of our creature feature series. Creature yep. Yay. So for now, thanks for listening. Hope you had a good Halloween weekend and the final days of the presidential election didn't drive you all completely mad. <laughs> and um, hope you come back. Yeah. For now, we will say au revoir, adios. Das wird